Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 45. Today's date is 07-23-2023. We have Terry and Mike here today. Good morning, guys. Morning. Nobody knows what time it is. I guess we should say, howdy, everybody. (laughs) 8.23 in the morning. Tired as hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's beagle work all night long. Yeah, a little tired. I did stop drinking again. So I do feel a little bit better now. Proud of you, Bubba. I just started feeling like crap where everything just, I don't know, it just got bad. And I was like, eh, I want to feel like that other guy. So you guys heard the podcast before and you probably told a little bit of a difference, but this morning I'm just tired. So I do feel good though. We lose Terry already? No, no, I'm here. I was trying to light a cigarette. (laughs) We all got our vices, man. Promise, but no, you do sound good. You sound clear. Yeah, I'm tired this morning. Yeah, a little groggily. I've been sneezing all night and I'm not coughing, just sneezing crazy. Nose running, just baby bit. I don't know what's in the air, but yeah, I'm all kinds of congested. I walk outside this time of year. I walk outside and it's like sneeze, yeah, blow nose. Yeah, that's all I've been up to. Work's been. Good, still stuck on this end of the week. The outlook for me being stuck on this end of the week is very high. <laughs> We're losing people, transferring people, and I look around and there's a, me and a bunch of kind of new people. Doesn't look good for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. We keep losing maintenance people. There's only two of us do electrical controls, and one of those guys went to a different company. Friday was his last day. I got to work on a three-phase leg this week. They had to make me a new little crossover cable, and uh, it didn't fit in the contactor, so I had to dremel that thing down. Mm. And then the hole was bigger than the shank some. I just put washers on it. <laughs> it was so bad. Don't like doing that, but we didn't have the right stuff, so we made it work. I think that's the whole goal. Just make it work. Yeah, you make it work. They kind of get happy sometimes. I don't care what it took to get there. <laughs> What's the terminology for that on their end? Plausible deniability? Yeah. I didn't know he did it wrong. It just worked. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I get that a lot. Terry, you been doing okay with work and everything? Yeah. Like I say, we're getting shorthanded. People's leaving the company and going to a different place. Was it you that was saying that you're about to be working like six days a week or something? Well, we were going to do a big project, upgrading a machine, and it was going to be me and another guy. Well, me and two other guys, but one of those guys has quit now. So (laughs) we're going to try to have that done turnkey where we won't have to touch it. Let me know how that works out. Yeah, we were looking at five or six weeks, so hopefully I won't have to do that. That'd be good. Yeah, five or six weeks, 10, 12 hours a day, uh, get old real quick. Yeah, it will. Flying-wise, um, I got the Goose Guy Venom going. Mike worked with me on that. Mike got it built, and then he gave it back to me, and then I bought a Tel Servo. 
bought the expert tell servo since I had the expert cyclic servos. And then I gave it back to Mike and said, go ahead and make it fly. <laughs> so we have a V bar on it. And what's the ESC again? Uh, it's YG65. Yeah. Still need to fix that spool up on that. That's too slow for me. Huh, that's easy. We kind of took the Venom and put the most expensive stuff on it you can. <laughs> it flies really well, though. It does. I like that canopy. Yeah, I need to buy another one so bad. It looks good in there. I would like a bigger version of that. Yeah, I don't think they make a bigger heli. I'm not talking about necessarily them. It's just... Oh, you just want to steal the scheme? Yeah, I kind of steal the scheme, yeah. I'm sure they'll do it for you if you pay enough. Oh, yeah. You got enough money, you can pretty much get anything you want. I have figured this out. Doesn't mean it's right. You can just get it. Yeah, I know nothing about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Speaking of slow spool up, now, on the brain, you know, it comes with... You know, a factory spool up because I use that gov. Now I slowed mine down because if I didn't, the helicopter would wobble and wobble, wobble. I never can get the blade straight on that thing. Thing. I like the slower spool up. I don't like it when they get a tail kick. It's just too slow. <laughs> like, like unhold, spinning up, spinning up, and you're like, don't take off until it gets to speed. So I'm sitting there and I'm like waiting. I'm like, okay, that. Probably is the low head speed or, you know, whatever. And I take off and then I like do a backflip out and right in the middle of the backflip out, you can hear it finally come up to speed. And I'm like, okay, now it's at speed. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's no big deal though, but it flies really good. And I may get blasted for saying this, but this came from the guys at YG. When you run that setup, what they tell you to do is to run it up mid stick. Let the RPMs neutralize, and you're done. Then you can flip, flop, do whatever you want to do. But if you just, like, jump onto it right off the get-go, I don't know if it confuses the governor. I don't know. I haven't seen an issue when I've done that with your stuff. Like, I've done it on, you know, I think what the the Nimbus, right? Every one of my electric birds has a YG in it, So, and you've flown them all. Yeah, you always tell me to wait, and I say, screw that. Yeah. And I, I don't have an issue. Like, of course, I don't have a normal mode either. I just, I got an idle level one. I don't either. One of these days, I'll get rid of that terminology, but my terminology is still normal, idle one, idle two. But a lot of times, unless it's nitro, my normal curve is flatline. Right. Mm-hmm. But I still use that terminology just because of the nitro. You know, I was needing some screws. <sighs> oh, I brought you some. I just didn't bring the right ones. I'm sorry. Think of the things you need in the hobby. Yeah. Which is our main topic. Ugh. I got the Katana. It's the nitro airplane I got for like 180 bucks. and It's pieced together. Motor runs great. OS 50. I'm getting used to flying it. Slowly, we'll get everything into a pattern plane, but we'll see. This thing actually flew really well. Full speed, it's got this like wobble. It's got like this full speed, like tell the nose left to right wobble, but it's okay. It's not coming apart yet. Is it got a gyro? No, well, no. 
I was going to tell on him, Terry, in typical Spiegel fashion, he shows up. It doesn't have a cowl on it. He says, canopies? Who needs a canopy? So it's just got this pilot sticking his head up with no canopy, no cowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 no, that's good. Let's go fly. All right, here we go. It's not meant to be badass. It's meant so I can get some stick time. And if I pilot in the ground, which eventually I'm going to, because I'm going to fly it low and aggressive. Unless somebody has another OS-55 airplane motor I could use for my pattern plane. And a V-Bar Classic. Anyway, that's for stuff I want in the hobby. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I had to get glasses. Went to the eye doctor. I got prescription and I felt like they were trying to screw me over. So I walked out and I'm going to let my work buy them for me and see how that works out and then go from there. But getting blind. I can't see. What prescription did they write you? Coke bottle. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> it says, you want to know the like spear cylinder access stuff? No, I want to know the the positive or negative numbers. Uh, they're negative numbers. Okay. Negative 0.25 and then the left negative 0.5 and then the cylinder is negative 0.25 and the other cylinder is negative 0.5. You don't need glasses. No, I was going to say. The ad, I guess, is the readers is 1.5. Okay. Now that makes more sense. She was like, you know, you could just keep using readers if you you need that. I kept thinking in the background, like, well, I can see pretty good distance wise. I don't really have an issue with that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be wearing glasses because I have this barely slight invasion on my distance, but I really just need readers. So I'm like, eh, we'll let work pay for them and we'll see how it works out. That's kind of the reasoning for that. If you're that close on the, on your distance, I just go buy a set of 1.5 readers and be done with it. I would too. Yeah. It's what I have. What I've been using around the shop when I work on like goose guy stuff, I have readers hanging here that I'll use. It just gets annoying, and, and I wanted to go in to see if there was anything like major or if something they could just like, oh, yeah, this is the magic glasses. They make everything look good. <laughs> it's a 12-pack of Miller Lite. It's out in the back. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, there's some magic glasses, but they don't generally sell them at the eye doctor. So, <laughs> yeah, what are they? Uh, whiskey glasses. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Everybody looks good through some whiskey glasses after a little while. Uh, some big cow patty stuff make you good too. So I've been thinking about the airplane crap. I know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm trying to get better at it. And I've been looking into the iMac stuff, kind of just dabbling. I don't want to compete with helis because I think it's way, way too hard. The airplane stuff, I don't really care if I lose. So I'm kind of looking into that. I've contacted a couple people. Shane gave me a guy of a number in the the Syntex RC field. And then I got a couple Danny Powell and a couple other people I'm gonna talk with just to see. I don't I don't want to spend a bunch of money on the airplane. I just want to have fun doing another event here or there. Just to dabble to see if I have a roadmap so I can start getting better. Along with getting better, I've been practicing a lot. Just a lot of sim practice. Uh, I flew three days in a row this week. Yay. Yeah. 
yesterday I missed it. I was upset. I woke up late. I had everything charged and I was like, man, I'm going to do four days in a row. And I was like, I'm going to start this pattern. I'm going to fly every day of the week. Yeah. It only lasted three days, but I've been working on a whole bunch of skids in stuff. Like I said, that in my opinion, it's kind of the Pandora's box magic ticket. If I can get that down. So I've been working on a lot of skids and stuff, getting better at it with the RS4. I did do all eight TikToks as far as like four point skids in, which I'm getting ridiculously good at actually rotating in both directions. But I actually did not four point skids in, but I did every portion of it at least three or four times. I'd have to fall out and then do the nose up or tell down or nose right with the uh, skids in. So I do have some actual flying skids in practice. So trying to work on transitioning that sim to real life. Getting there. It's made a lot of work, but it is starting to help already as far as like left pyros and left pyro flips. I've been working on it aggressively. Well, definitely using left and right during my flight now as far as rudder and trying to work on some roll stuff. Yeah, you were looking good out there. That's for sure. Yeah. Right now, I don't really care if it doesn't look good and it's kind of boring. I need to put in some practice. You know, if I come out there this afternoon and fly, maybe I'll do one flight where it's just a fun, like I get to do whatever I want. But for the most part, I need to put in practice. And just as far as going out and doing like nose right, kind of like I was doing with the goose guy like six months ago, where I would go out and I'd put battery after battery after battery working on sideways in hover. Well, now a lot of my flying now is sideways, left to right in stuff and it just paid off so i'm at that point where i know i need to transition it from the sim to real life and to do that i'm gonna have to do repetition practicing and the rs4 is great for it it's what i'm gonna be using i think it's really cool that you have these goals i think that sometimes what people forget to do is to set some kind of goals they use these loose terminology i want to get better you know, I wanted this, I wanted that, but they don't have goals on how to get there. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that you're doing that we can all learn from and, and remember that if we want to get better, we kind of need to set goals. Okay, I need to work on this, 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 and this. Okay, now I need to work on this, 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 and this. Yeah. It's, it's really boring, but if you can get through it, it makes your regular flying so much more fun. Like, it's just brings a tear to my eye just makes it so much more fun when you have new bags of tricks, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Tracy self has done. She's been putting in hover work back to back to back. Mark was, uh, well, he was live at like seven fifteen this morning. He's going, Richard, I know you're going to make a comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in pass down. Yeah. yeah, I probably will later when I read it. I wish I could go early in the morning. Our field's an evening field. You can't go in the morning. You had sun right in your eyes. That's like all of Austin is. Yeah. Got to go to Kingsland for a morning field. That's the only morning field that I know of around here. Yeah. Kingsland. That's it. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, Waco, everything. Yeah. Down in Victoria where they're going to have the iMac thing that I want to do in October. There's faces. Whatever, it's a morning field. I like morning fields. I like 
being able to wake up early at 5 a.m. or something and get your stuff packed and go stop at the donut shop. Mm-hmm. You know, you get out there at sun up and you're flying, and by the time 12 noon, everybody's done and you go home and you have the whole rest of the day. Yeah, time it starts getting just like you can cook an egg on a sidewalk hot. It's like, ah, time, time to go home. Mm-hmm. That's how we used to do it forever. I mean, when we flew to Liberty Hill, that was one of those things. You go, you go meet, have breakfast, go fly, 11, 12, 1 o'clock. It's like, yeah, okay, we're done. Let's leave. It's hot. Yeah, right now, I can't get out there to about 1 to 2. That's what we've been doing. But we have a secret weapon, though, Terry. In that KC? <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AC, refrigerator, freezer. Yeah. Amazing what a difference that makes. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to fly, you just sit in the AC. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you uh, you walk out, You we charge everything in there. You hook everything up. You walk out there. You go fly. You get a little hot. You get done with your flight. You walk back into the air conditioner and go, oh, wow, it feels good in here, and start over. Yeah, I just can't wait. I mean, the airplane guys are so hot, they're just not showing up mm-hmm. until like super, super late. But I think eventually they're going to figure out that all, all, all they have to do is sit in the AC. I don't know. You know what they say about plankers, man? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> the only air conditioner we got is a shade. Oh. Shade. And it's 100 degrees in the shade. Yeah, I got to get better flying planes or Skinner's not going to let me come back. <laughs> well, there may be other reasons, but not what you said out loud. Uh, what else do I have on my list? Yeah, that's about it. Uh, RS2 is still flying good. I got one down right now. Need another one. Need to fix the other one. But that's about all I got. At least you know where all your goose guys are at. I'll just leave it there. Fly away, baby. <laughs> Some people need to have a string attached to their helicopter when they fly. That's what I was thinking. Sounds like a story. Oh, Mark Cece. Oh, yeah, it, it is. Yes, Cece was flying the other day. I asked him, I said, so, Mark, I said, you know, me and Spiegel's both give you the info to get on here. Have you even listened to one of these podcasts? And he like, no. I'm like, you know, the last one was actually a really good one. Maybe you should listen to it. So we're safe because I don't think he's ever going to listen anyway. <laughs> but anything I would say, I'd say to him, and he'd take it the right way, I think. Yeah, well, he's minus one goose guy, S2. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> got to a dot. He started guessing. Well, Mike was there, right? Yeah, I was there. And Mark Cece goes out to fly by himself. <laughs> and he comes back in the clubhouse holding the radio hood. No, no goose guy has to. <laughs> lost it. What do you mean you lost it? I lost it. Okay, Mark. I'm not following. What do you mean you lost it? Does it crash? He goes, no, it just flew away. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> you, do you want to go look for it? Oh, no. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it eventually should shut down. Uh, he said, I thought I heard the tell, but I ain't sure. 
Well, where was it? <laughs> Way over the trees. I think it's on the other side of the road. Uh, Mark, this is a micro helicopter. You're, you're <laughs> flying it further away than you would your 700. Well, I thought it was coming to me, and well, it just kept getting smaller. That's generally indication it's not coming to you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he finally said, I blinked, and it was gone. <laughs> I couldn't see it. <laughs> it, was just, it was done. <laughs> he said, I could see it. It was a dot. I was trying to work on it. I blinked, and it was gone. It was <laughs> I can't say much. I've done that with the M2. When I first got it, I got it out there. It was probably 100 yards away. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, but we're not talking 100 yards away, Terry. The, the tree line in the road is probably... 300 yards away. Oh, <laughs> the front flying section of Arca is like a total of about 15 acres. Arca sets on 33 acres. I just found all this info out. Not that it means anything, but the overgrown area is about 10 acres mm. and he's past the overgrown area. Wow. So yeah, we're not talking a hundred yards away. We're talking like, I said, Mark, it's not a bird. You don't turn it loose to see if it's going to come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's not how this works. It's not a pigeon. He didn't tie a little note to it. No. <laughs> you know, the direction it was heading, it probably was over at uh, Austin Executive Airport. And they're like, yeah, that's probably a good time when uh, whatever. Well, probably shouldn't say this, but never mind. I'm, I'm going to back up on what I'm saying on this one right here. Oh, we're a long way from Austin. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think you could make the S2 get there with the battery that's in it. <laughs> no, if you if you had onboard video, <laughs> that's a long way away. Yeah, BJ, that was the guy that gave me my first helicopter. He bought one of these uh, Flex pir piranhas. Piranhas, yeah, yeah, that little big wing thing. Yeah. And and he was out there flying it, and he, he put it in safe mode for some reason to land, but the wind was like 30 miles an hour. Oh. He said it wouldn't turn to him. He was trying to get it back, get it back. And he said, finally, it just freaking disappeared. <laughs> he spent like a month looking for this thing. He still hasn't found it. <laughs> I don't think he had two flights on it. I know exactly what that like. Oh, yeah. I had a DJI flame wheel and I was test flying it in my driveway and it hit the tree above me and it fell down and broke the GPS. The next day I wanted to go to the field. So I was like, I can fly it without the GPS. We're flying around and it got away from me and Shane was standing next to me. And I was like, is it coming towards us or going away? He was like, I don't know which one is yours because I see the airplane in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just flew away <laughs> and I just left it. I'd put the radio down and I just left it. I'll say, well, eventually it's going to run out of battery and land itself. Right. It actually crossed 290 and landed in that old guy's house that used to live up on the hill. And uh, he had found it and then brought it back to us. Oh, wow. I think I had video of that too because I had a GoPro on it. Uh, way, way back in the day when we were, you know, 72 megahertz and flying trainers. Oh boy, of course, he, he's, uh, he's been dead now for a while. Had a little old trainer. He always had some kind of radio problems or whatever else. And he gets this trainer takes off and he's flying around and it's on the downwind leg and it's trimmed out. Cause that's all he's trying to do is get this thing like perfectly trimmed out so he could have a student flight. 
And it's on the downwind leg, and it's perfectly trimmed out, straight and level, about a little over half throttle, just perfect. He goes to make a turn, and it don't turn. Uh-oh. And he's like, uh-oh, what do I do? He's throwing the radio around. He's trying to do everything. He literally drops his radio, runs over and gets in his pickup truck, and he's running down his 1460. It's because this is old Sneed Field, and the, the, the 1460 turns into A.W. Grimes. So, I mean, this is, if you don't live here, A.W. Grimes is a major thoroughfare that goes a long way. He's chasing it until it veers off and. I don't know how far the thing went. I don't think he ever found it, but it just kept flying. Just perfect <laughs> straight line trim, full tank of fuel, 25, 30 mile an hour. It just kept going. Just bye-bye. It was, I complimented him. You had it trimmed out real well, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably fly 10 minutes. Or, or longer. Yeah. That actually reminds me of like, they used to do it down in Victoria there was two clubs and they would do like duration flights and strap all these fuel tanks of nitro and they would fly. They would all caravan and fly either gliders or powered stuff. It's like a poker run kind of, that'd be hard today, but it was kind of cool. That would, you got to taught me to fly. They would go up to Waco and they would take off there and somebody would drive him. He would fly all the way back home. Yeah. And we wonder why the FAA is after it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, there used to be videos. I used to watch videotapes of people doing this because I used to watch old VHS tapes all the time. And people like have lawn chairs in the back of trucks. Mm-hmm. And they'd just be cruising, you know, and they would have like one area in the middle where they could land or something. It was cool, man. Oh yeah, it, one of those things. Though, of course, nowadays you know we grew up. I don't, I don't know about all of us, but I mean, I grew up like mom and dad riding the cab of the pickup, and me and Dina. I don't care. You're in the bed. Get back there. Here's your blanket. It's cold. Uh, it's hot. <laughs> Drink lots of soda. Here you go. That uh, they probably throw you in jail nowadays for uh, even riding in the back of the pickup. Probably. That's how we always win. We'd get back in the backup. Oh, I'm, that's it. I saw a guy about a month ago up at Cabela's Drive here, sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. Not saying it was a good idea, but I mean, it, you know, at one point in time, they actually manufactured vehicle that had seats that were in the bed of a, if you want to call it a pickup. <laughs> you know? It was a brat, wasn't it? Yeah, Subaru brat. You know, that was back before you had to bubble wrap and, Yo, shrinking. I don't know. I guarantee you they give you no seatbelt ticket now. No, yeah, you ain't no joke. At least. All right, it's your turn, Mike. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> it's been your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I just been enjoying this, man. The RS4 on the V bar, I like it. It's different. I'm gonna tell them myself. I hadn't set up a radio a V bar in a while. And I'm setting this thing up, and I'm like, you know, I've bragged about how in five minutes you can set one up. I'm like, what in the world is wrong with this thing? Because V-Bar is simple, guys. You go, okay, set up heli. And it goes, this is servo one, two, and three. 
plug it in. There we go. Well, when you have servos two and three swap and you spend 20 minutes trying to figure out why nothing's working right, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's your fault. I want to throw a plug in, all right? And it's kind of, yeah, we'll we'll just say it what it is. Last Sunday, me and, it was Sunday, wasn't it, Spiegel? Yeah. I was wanting to do a podcast last week so I could take these days off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So last Sunday, we show up out at ARCA. Spiegel shows up late. Me and uh, Mark CC get there right at 2, 2.15. I walk in, turn the air conditioners on in the clubhouse. When I leave the house, I go, okay, I'll probably be home in two or three hours because it's 4 million degrees outside. Don't want nothing to do with that. I got home about quarter till nine Sunday night. <laughs> Guys, Arca's not cheap, and this isn't like run out and join Arca. But before you start whining, bitching, and complaining about how much a membership at a club is, maybe you should truly step back and take an unbiased view and opinion of what they're offering you. What was a 107 degree Sunday? Mm-hmm. And you have a air-conditioned clubhouse with electricity, a refrigerator, a freezer, a barbecue pit, because people used it. And a microwave. And a microwave. and Trash. Yeah, you have all of this stuff that's not free. The more I've been involved in the club and realized what it actually costs to run a club is kind of crazy to me. But quit being cheap asses. You know, this hobby... This blows my mind, and I know I'm going down a rabbit hole. It's okay. I'm trying to get the stool. Well, I know. it's. (laughs) You can go. Yeah, it's... You're doing good. All three of us, everybody on this podcast has spent thousands of dollars to build a helicopter. Singular. We're not talking having multiple, and we want to drop about $156. I did. At this point... I'd pay $250 a year to be able to fly during the summer, knowing now what it's like. Oh, in the winter, the clubhouse helps too. Oh, yeah. A little space heater, man. Yeah. And it's got front glass, so, you know, you don't have to go outside to fly. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) Makes it difficult. Everybody always looks at this and that and whatever else and wants to gripe about well, it's $50 a year. It's this, it's that. Well, what do you get? And I think if any clubs are listening, I think that you need to promote more about what you're offering than just going, well, we need it for the club. And that's kind of off. But I mean, it's uh, getting to sit there, hang out with your buddies, have fun, not die, and whatever else. No, I mean, that's kind of my plug on clubs. But uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I mean, it is more expensive, but I wouldn't associate on my other club down here. So mm-hmm. it kind of 50 50 out the difference. Yeah. I'm happy with it. It's close to my work. Like this week, I stopped, what, three three days in a row, I stopped before work and flew. Mm-hmm. And my work's like 15 minutes away from there. So if I wanted to, I could go over there and night fly, you know? Oh, yeah. On lunch or whatever. But I really don't want to go over there at 11 p.m. and Try to fly something and then lose it. And mm. yeah. I'll just tie a string to it. We can just call you CC Jr. <laughs> you know? Oh, I cut my hair also. So. Oh, yeah. 
Shaggy's gone. I have no hair left. I almost took it all off. I think Spiegel almost did the same thing. It shit was hot. Oh, yeah. I gave up on it. I know Casey liked it and everything, but you know <laughs> I can always throw it out again. You got a while to skinners. Don't worry. I didn't shave at all. <laughs> Sabok, I've been bugging him trying to figure out if they quit doing podcasts, man. It's been a month now, so. I think they've done a couple. I just don't know if they're advertising that they're, I guess they're ashamed of them because I don't think they're advertising that they're even putting them out. Uh, well, they don't show up on Podbeam. I can't listen to it. Right. But of course, you know, he just got back from North Dakota to his, his, uh, great friend, Lieutenant Colonel Mark Nielsen. Uh, he, uh, moved back to North Dakota, leaving the military and, and becoming a commercial pilot. Wow. Nice. Yeah, they haven't had one since June 22nd. No, really? A month? Okay. Hey, so Spiegel brought up something to me. And, you know, I don't guess I even thought about it. You know, what I got wrote down here, tipping your toes in without committing. Anybody ever do that? You know, you like, yeah, I'll try this. Well, I'm not sure. I'll try this. I'm not sure. I need to figure out how to commit on certain things. It kind of goes back to Spiegel. Need to set goals and practice and this and that. And I keep trying a little different things. So it's like, yeah. Okay, I'll stop. You've made progress, but you have large holes that you know that are there. And you always just fly. You don't like, you don't fly and practice something boring. No, I just fly. You just fly. And if you get better at it, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. And that's something I need to work on because there are certain things that I want to do. And it's funny because I keep going back to the inverted backwards and it's like, okay. I work on it. Now I can do that. Now I catch myself as I go inverted backwards. It's like, okay, straight into a funnel. Okay. Next. And it's like last Sunday, it's like, you know, I actually need to fly the stuff and make turns, not just make a circuit. Yeah. Like a backwards inverted tail circuits. Yeah. Circuit. And I did it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I did that. But yeah, this is boring. I want to do something different. So yeah, but you have to fight through the boring. The boring will make it way, way more fun. I uh, know, I know. So I guess Gil Nats and Urchis starts in what, a week? Is, am I remembering that right? Because that's always like the week before Urcha, and then there's Urcha. Yeah, something like that. I'm not sure. Did y'all see that new heli that uh, Renee picked up? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Oh, wow. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, no. So, funny, funny story. The heli community is pretty small. I had a gentleman reach out to me that's local. He's apparently a pretty proficient jet pilot and airplane pilot, but very new on the heli side. And decided that uh, he learned enough to fly, but he wants to do all scale stuff. And asking me questions and needs to get his turbine waiver. And I'm like, I can help you with that. That's not an issue, you know. I got me and several other people. We can get this done. As long as they don't crash it behind the flight line. Right. But he was talking about how he had just picked up the scale heli. And I told him I had a buddy who was huge into scale helis and this and that and whatever else. Well, the scale heli he just bought, he bought from Renee. No. But yeah, he buys this uh, scale bill 105 from him and he flies Spectrum and he flies Powerbox and he flies this and he flies that and he's trying to figure out this and that and talking about going to J- 
And he's talking about it, and then it's like, uh, I don't know if I'm the right guy to help you set this up. The, and this is how I found out. I said, but I do have friends that fly Axon, and I got friends that do scale helis. And I said, you know, Renee's probably the right guy to talk to about the scale. Well, that's who I bought this from. I'm like, wow, okay. So, yeah, he's supposed to come out. He may come out today. He wants to get his turbine waiver, and he wants help setting up Renee's BO-105 because he's like, yeah, he flies he flies Fataba, and about five minutes in him trying to tell me how to set this up, I was lost. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of know that feeling. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to try to set one of those up in a day. But, I mean, you could help him, but it just that may be a uh, – Maybe like a whole day project type of deal. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I want to be responsible for setting up somebody's very expensive scale helicopter and it being wrong. Yeah. I'll be glad to assist. I told him that, the you know, it's got a Bavarian Demon Axon on it. I'm like, they're actually pretty easy to set up. It's just a little different. But what I set up one for and what you have one set up for is going to be very different. And if I'm not mistaken... I know that that heli's been flown and set up, so you shouldn't have to set the fly barless back up because it's set up in the fly bar, like a brain is set up in the fly bar, not the radio. Yeah, I would take that bitch, and the first thing I would do is I would back all that data up, back that whole file up. Setting it up is pretty simple at that point because on the radio, if I remember right, you literally just need to have your directions the correct way and you have everything at 100 and 100, not 150, 150. Like Jetty, I remember right, Jetty defaults to like 150, 150 on everything. 150 is a max. I think it defaults 100 or 125. I think it defaults 125 and the max is 150. Yeah, so you just go through and set everything at 100 and check all your throws and make sure everything is right. Pitch gauge, nothing changed. And go. All, all you, my friend. Yeah. Well, I kind of volunteered some other people to ask questions to. Fuck. I hope that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up Kenny. I said, you know, Kenny has several of those, and he probably knows. Perfect. He probably knows the axon <laughs> better than any of us. You know, he's not a scale guy either, so. But, you know, the Axon should be set up. But now, other than that, man, I've just been working, carrying on, trying to fly, successfully been doing a couple days a week. Going from there, man. Terry, what do you got going on, dude? Well, I think the last time I flew was right after the podcast we recorded two weeks ago. I've been trying to stay out of the heat. Yeah. Uh-huh. My boy, he'd give me his old Xbox, and me and him have been getting online and playing games in the air conditioning. <laughs> what have you been playing, man? Uh, Far Cry 5. Get into Call of Duty. It'll ruin your life. Well, I got that downloaded, and I did get on that one uh, yesterday, but I didn't think I lasted more than 30 seconds. <laughs> we are talking about a video game, not sex, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that video game's a rabbit hole. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. But <clears throat> when I did go out and fly the other day, I tell you what, 
I forgot something again. It was my SD card. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't get no video. I was mad, but I flew. I flew my plane like twice. I was greasing landings. Oh, man. I was trying to do one wheel. Nice. Succeeded. But no video. (laughs) And then I was flying my, my helis. I've been trying to practice more like for going to fun flies where you fly closer. That box. Because out there, it's kind of hard because I've got like acres and acres and acres I can fly. So keeping it in the box, my first flight was kind of big and my second one, I kind of kept it down. Of course, I I kept that down in that box with my raw, not my 550 uh, XL Powerbird. Wow. I think I did some nose down TikTok, tried those and a couple of little maneuvers. And I was flying across, I don't know, about 20 foot above the runway. I was trying to bring it down low pass. And some dumbassness decided to do a pirouette flip right there. <laughs> <laughs> or a half pirouette. And I pulled it off. Oh, you did a Revo stop. Was that what it is? Yeah, when you come by fast and you do that half pirouette and you stop it. Okay, well, I didn't know what a Revo stop was. Well, I did that, and I, I bet I wasn't a, a stoplight high. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my you? God, Terry, what are you doing? <laughs> you trying to put this raw in? <laughs> you could, you had to go get a, a slide hammer to get your shorts out your ass there, Yeah. <laughs> well, I just did it. You know, my fingers just done it. Or my thumbs just did it. I didn't even think about it. it just wow. I'm like, oh crap! I need to start thinking about what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> it's actually, I think the stick inputs are almost like, like doing a snap roll. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, yeah, I scared myself. It wasn't in any danger, but I don't do things that low. Uh, you know, you kind of brought something up and. I don't know how you guys do it. And I mean, this is something that I guess could go back to like fun five protocol. I'm not trying to step in on your, your deal, but the way I was always taught is basically you stick your arms out at a 45 kind on both sides. And that's your box. And you want to stay within that 45 degree where your arms are at. So, you know, the further out you are, the wider it can spread, the closer in, the closer, obviously it comes. That that was kind of always how I was told to do it, you know, is stay in your box, which people think that they have this, this, this. But if you do the the forty five out, where yeah, you know that that's how I was taught. I don't I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's right, but that was kind of what I was always told when you got multiple helis in an event flying. Is if you stay in that forty five going out, you should always be safe. Yeah, you might piss them off a little bit. You can go by that rule unless. Like if the person next to you is just flying smack down low or something, it works. But like when you both start kind of doing that at the same time, then yeah. Every now and then it'll get a little close on the corners. I think if everybody's flying smack down low, they're probably not that worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Ben and Jamie fly. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was thinking about something else. I was like, eh, we won't go there. Oh. 
Yeah, it all works good until somebody flies through your box, and next thing you know, you see exploding parts and stuff falling to the ground. Been there, done that. <laughs> By the way, mid-airing one is a whole lot harder than you think, but when it happens, it can be spectacular. And I got no problem doing mid-airs. No, no. <laughs> I yeah, got- but you like flying through foamy airplanes, man. You know, <laughs> you fly through helicopters. It's a whole lot different. True. That's why all the plankers are on the ground when I fly. <laughs> well, that doesn't make them safe. <laughs> no, <it doesn't. laughs> they got to where they do a lot of talking now, you know, off to the side. Before they were watching intently, but they don't hardly watch now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't doing something right. You ain't scared them good yet lately. Uh, yeah. Well, I had my little 360 where one day I was flying along and boom, next thing I know was over my head, over their head, behind me on the field. I'm like, Sorry about that. <laughs> nah. what, oh. what you do, Terry, is just every once in a while, even though there's nothing going on and they're not paying attention, just yell out, heads up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You definitely need to do that. Like, heads up, and then scream, I don't got it. I don't got it. <laughs> help, help, help. I'd be diving under the cars. <laughs> <laughs> You need to video it, but you need to video both sections of it. Yeah, you need to have your GoPro pointing backwards there, Bubba. So, Why well, do uh, have two GoPros? There you go. <laughs> Just secretly set one up in the pits area. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see this happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a new project, Spiegel. We're going to build something. Probably need Terry's help, by the way. Speaking of that. I've got it in my mind that I want to build a rocket-powered airplane. Is Terry done with his his? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I didn't mean to. I just like because Terry's more airplane guy. I'm like, we need to do this. This this needs to be a project. All right. Like a rocket, like the stuff you buy at the hobby stores, or or just like a Roman candle rocket. <laughs> well, yeah, just bigger and more powerful. No, we can shoot at it with Roman candles, but no, like the Estes rocket, but not these little ones you buy at Walmart. We're talking like the the $30 big boys that may or may not completely explode the airplane when they go off. There's there's no telling us what I want to do. I, I want to do that again. I'm going to need you pictures or video. I don't understand what you're saying. You're going to be involved because we're going to build like a, a rocket powered. You ignite it. It lights off it flies 250 mile an hour for about 20 seconds until the motor runs out the old school turbine one that's loud as hell it's an estes rocket you know like you can go to walmart yeah it's just a much bigger motor they're loud as hell oh yeah you're talking rocket or pulse jet i'm talking rocket you know that's what i want to do little estes rocket with wings and a servo hmm I sure hope we can get a string on it. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to need one. (laughs) Well, that one guy sells it, don't he? Sells those? I don't know. Because they were talking about the B1 that... Oh, Don't get me lying. Oh, crap. Okay, I done brain farted. Bits and pieces. The other white oh, guy. The, oh, <laughs> Jason. Jason, thank you. I'll, I'll be cutting that part out. But, uh, no, no, no. I'm never going to live that down. They're going to make shirts and stuff, they said. I'm telling you. 
anyway, isn't he building that? <laughs> isn't he building the B one, and they're going to launch a little rocket plane off of it? He may. Jason's a hell of a builder. Is he building B one or B seventeen? I don't know. He's building some massive thing. Uh he posted the other day that he won the uh, the best scale jet at the competition that he went to this oh, past yeah? week. Yeah, I'm just used to him posting pictures in Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Antarctica. Yeah. You know, he hasn't done that since since I became friends with him. He's scared. Well, do you blame him? No, not really. They had a birthday the other day. I seen that. Yeah. Bits and pieces. We need to figure out how to just randomly show up somewhere one day just to mess with them. Yeah. Nobody know. We're just there. All of a sudden, Casey shows up to work and he pulls into the car lot. And he's like, "Why do we have a dinosaur out front?" <laughs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> he changed jobs, so now he's never going to let us know where he lives. I mean, where he works. <laughs> you just have to follow him. Yeah. We know where he flies. Yeah, you can, you can buy one of those GPS tracker things and put it underneath the fender for cheap. Oh yeah. Who says that you hadn't already done that? Casey, you <laughs> might want to go check your Colorado. <laughs> nice mini truck. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? A 50 footer? Yeah, I don't know. That just went over my head. Oh, it looks good from 50 foot away. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everything in my life. Oh, yeah, it's no joke. Glasses, I can get a little closer now, but. All right, is that it? Main topic? I think main topic, yeah. Things we want in the hobby. I need a V-Bar Classic Mm -hmm. with a Neo. Less than $400. I think that you need to expand your horizon and just go ahead and spend the extra 50 bucks and be done with it. He said he wanted it for that. What do you mean $50? Well, they've been posting them up all over the place for $400. Yeah, but you can get a... Touch for eight twenty-five. Well, then buy eight twenty-five touch. Yeah, I have a problem. Commitments. I well, yeah. I'm just dabbling my toe in the V bar. <laughs> Sticking your toe. In. It's just a tip, baby. It's just a tip. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it did fly good, but yeah, uh, I want to be organized. I want a new shop. That's what I want. I want to just enjoy the hobby. We talked on the way when we left. Finding the joy in the hobby has been great. I've needed it. It's because you work all the damn time. I'm telling you. I work way too much. Way, way too much. But And too stressful. But, yeah, I mean, going out, having fun. We always want everything. You know, for me, it's one of those that I've played around and you hate hearing the T word, but... The turban was like the bucket list. I got it. And I keep seeing all this stuff, and it's like, ooh, I'd like to have that. And it's like, why? I mean, right now, you know, for the first time in a long time, you know, between the nitro, been enjoying nitro quite a bit. You come up with this stupid main topic about what you want in the hobby, and you're like, I'm happy with everything I got. (laughs) Well... (laughs) 
And you catch me at a time where I kind of, you know, I've got enough kits here. <laughs> I need somebody to build. <laughs> Why? I've already burned all my bridges with Mike building my helis. No, I don't mind. You know, I still have it. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, I'll build everything you want me to keep. Oh. <laughs> I'm keeping the raw 580. Keep your piddly hands off of it. Now, I want to see how yours comes out. I want to do a comparison. I'm kind of curious because we obviously both know how mine flies. I've not flown Terry's, but I'm assuming that Terry's flies fantastic. And I'm like, uh, Beagle build this, and he's going to do 12S. I actually got the Nimbus back to success this week, and I did a test flight on it before work. So night Nimbus is going to be set back up. I'm going to do a conversion. I'm going to buy a new boom and skids, and I'm going to have it where I can just take everything off and make it to a regular success. And then if I want to fly night, I can just switch the boom out, the skids, and that's it. Okay. And I'm probably not going to do a canopy on it because when I flew it at Duncan with just the blade, skids, and tail and tail fin, like, it was no problem. I might do a little bit on the frame. You said the new tail fins come in, right? The Nimbus V2 tail fin is nice. Okay. It's thick. And it's bigger than the other one, so that's good. It's strong. While you're doing that, you know, like, things you wanted in the hobby is literally just to be more involved in the hobby and finding that balance, you know? I think that's what it all is, is a balance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be more involved. <laughs> I want to fly more. That's what I'm talking about, being more involved in a hobby. Actually being able to go out and do it, not, not worrying about what you have, things that you need, but that's what I want. I want to enjoy the hobby more. Things wanted in the hobby, and that's actually for me is the hobby. 2.2 millimeters. Telfin. Oh, it is nice and thick. And it's what? Twice as big as the stock one because the stock one just that little piddly. Yeah, it's got more of a tail fin to it, which is kind of what I wanted so I could put LED lights on it. Mm-hmm. I need a big tail fin for night flying. I guess I owe you, what, 20 bucks? I think it was like 15, something like that. I don't know. Oh. I'll just put it on the bill. Okay, not a problem. Terry want anything in the hobby? <laughs> Terry don't want nothing in the hobby. I'm at that point. I've got a nice fleet. I've got a nice radio. You have a RC trailer. Got an RC trailer. Might need to finish that out where I got air conditioning in that trailer. <laughs> yeah. You need a mini split. Yes, I do. So I guess I could want something there. You have AC at the field. You just have to finish the project. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I still keep going back and forth looking at trailers. And it's like, that's one of those things I do want. I want one, but at the same time, I got one. And yeah, but I keep going back and forth looking at that seven and a half by 16. It's just, damn, it's a lot of money, man. You should have bought Doug Darby's when he was selling it last week. But Doug was selling his? Yeah, he already sold it. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, honestly, I mean... A year ago at Helly's over Apache Pass, we were talking and he'd said something about it. And I'm like, yeah, kind of, you know, I might be interested. I don't have enough pickup to pull that. <laughs> but that might be a good reason for me to buy a new pickup. And he kind of started hinting around on some stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I think I need to leave this one alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny. 
Well, been talking. Of course, I'm really surprised Carrie's not here, but you know, Carrie has maiden and got some flights in on the interceptor. Learned something unique and interesting about the interceptor. Let me ask you guys a question. When you build the tails on your helis, do y'all pop the bearings out of the, the tail rotor? Or if they're in the if the bearings are sitting in there, you go, okay, they're where they're supposed to be and go on about it. No, I don't take them out unless they won't the shaft won't go through it. Yeah. So one of the things that they changed on the, the miniature air on the interceptor is it has two different thickness bearings in the tail grips. It has a thin and a thick. And apparently you have to put them in there. Well, the, the they're obviously very different from the pictures I've seen. So Carrie had the two fat ones in one and the two skinny ones in the other and couldn't figure out why everything was going weird. Thought it was his, his, his blade grips were machined out wrong. So he's 3D printing one millimeter spacers and two <laughs> millimeter spacers to get it all right. Well, now I know why his thrust washer situation is happening. <laughs> so he's, he's reaching out and going, yeah, I think I got a bad one and this and that. And they go, do you got the right bearings in? And go, what are you talking about? Well, they're different bearings. And he's like, I guess I'm going to have to get my mic out. My caliper's out in Jekyllman. And then he shows pictures when he takes it all apart. And I'm like, yeah, if you need if you need calipers to tell that that's different thickness, Carrie, you need to go get your glasses checked. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like two millimeter, two two millimeters or more difference in height. They're like, uh, that's pretty obvious, sir. You go, well, my, my tail doesn't hum anymore. We're good. <laughs> wonder why they did that. <laughs> to me, it would make sense to have the same bearings. That way, you don't have to buy two different sizes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can pop the bearings out easy and check them. I will. But most of the time, they're so in there, you're like, yeah, these ain't coming out. We're good. Yeah, especially tail thrust bearings. Oh, yeah. Just don't even jack with it. Uh, grease is overrated anyway. They don't get out, pour some grease in there, and then clean it out before you shove the shaft through it. Oh, yeah. I would like somebody to get me to the front end of the week at work so I could go on vacation and take my van all over the United States. Yeah. Or somebody to insulate my van. I need to buy that soon. Well, I mean, I know people who do that for you. It's just whether or not, I mean, you're worried about $50 on the V-Bar radio and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I ain't never told nobody I ain't no cheap bastard. No, nah, we all are. I mean, that's just what we are. I got to save money somewhere. Mm-hmm. I got to put kids through college. Hey, Terry, you want to help me out? We'll just go buy some of the most wildest psychedelic shag carpet, you know, 1970s style shag carpet. Then we'll show up at Spiegel's with some spray adhesive and a pocket knife and we'll insulate his van. What do you think? <laughs> mm, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> you don't like that? Yeah. Get like the worst stuff to adhere it to. So when you pull it off, paint and everything. Yeah. Are you going to do like what? Boom mat or dynamat or something like that? Or you, what do you? Oh, there's some Amazon stick down stuff that's like got aluminum top to it. It's like 175 bucks for like the most you can get. I don't think it's a hundred square feet or something. That almost doesn't sound like that much, but that van's not that big either. So yeah, a hundred square feet. We'll see. I mean, if I need to buy more, I'll buy more, but I need to get it insulated this summer. Oh yeah. 
So you do that, of course, yeah, I think you'd be amazed at just the difference in the 10 county sound, even driving down the road. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the whole van will be better. Yeah, I just need to do the floor. Kind of, I want to get the floor done before Ice House and the insulation done. That's kind of how I'd like to get the windows tinted. You're going to do the, the plywood, or I think that we ought to, for no more than it costs, I think we could go buy that friggin' uh, laminate floor and put the laminate floor down and not have any issues personally. You would have to put it sideways instead of long ways running. Mm-hmm. Because if you do long ways, then it wants to creep between the the bed molding stuff, whatever that's called. Yeah. Yeah, stuff is cheap and it's super easy and, you know, I'm not going to use it much. So if I wanted to, I could glue the sticks together to make it more solid. Oh, yeah. I mean, lay down a little that real thin insulation stuff, click it into place and buy some angle aluminum and drill it in and that becomes your door done. I, I bet me and you could do that. I almost bet me and you could do that in a, in a couple hours on that van. Yeah, I need to get the floor figured out. What I want to do in the hobby is that is I need to get the van more organized. Well, I think that there's an easy way to do that, but you're not going to want to hear it. Yeah. Now, when you show up at a fun fly in a van that you're going to sleep in and you have 19 helicopters and airplanes, there's not a whole hell of a lot of way to organize that, Spiegel. The tent. The tent idea. Oh, sorry, Mark Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use Mark's tent to put all my helis in when he's not looking. Yep. After he goes to sleep in his car. Yeah. I don't know, man. There, you know, been to a couple of events with you, man. You think, all right, what's going on? There's not much more room in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only is there not much more room, but you step outside and the minivan's running and he's in there watching TV or, well, you don't want to know what he's watching probably, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, okay. The 10 idea is good for events. I'm going to have to start using that. Yeah. I kind of like it. So the idea is, Mark always comes to events and he puts up a tent, but the tent's not for him to sleep in. That's just to put his airplanes in if it rains or if it gets hot or at night. And it's super cheap to buy one and just a great idea. Uh-huh. I know that you're Facebook friends with him. Are you, are you Terry? I believe so. Now, he's a flying machine, man. Yeah, he is. Every day. One pack after another. Yeah. And when he goes to events and these all these big airplanes are flying around, he'll just walk out there with his little stuff. Yeah, he didn't care. No problem. He doesn't care. And it's like, that's kind of how, that's the mentality you should have. You're, you're out here to have fun. Doesn't matter you're flying. You're, you're not flying a 100cc gasser. Go fly, have fun. Yeah. Pretty decent pilot. I know that's when I went to Skinner. I was afraid to fly. That's like, man, if I hit one of these other airplanes. Hmm. Yeah, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole, Terry. Mm-mm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me gun shy. <laughs> open the door a little wider why don't we <laughs> I could use the OS 55 I know where one's at no airplane version I know where one's at you can put a heli motor on that yeah just a different head got the field he's got one got a heli motor on it flies good I've got the OS 50s here SX's yeah I mean the only difference is the head that's it Hmm. I don't know if I could, what fuel I could run in it. You know, so when you're running it as an, uh, an airplane motor, airplane fuel, airplane fuel, I mean, pop the head off, just put the right bolts back in the head. 
and uh, pull a shim out of it, run 10%. So just pull a shim from the stock head? Yeah. I don't want to buy another head or anything. I just want to use it. I would just pull a shim, and then you run lower nitro. I don't know what shape they're in. I know one of them's pretty toasted. Uh-huh. I do have a 55, though. It's just a tuning nightmare. I would just rather a double needle carb and airplane motor. I don't know. Yeah, you're overthinking this. Very true. I'm still waiting for my Monaco to come in. Yeah. What else would I want in the hobby? Oh, hey, did you see that wing I sent you? Oh, yeah. I, I don't even like looking at his stuff. His Monaco skills are... Well... Yeah, it just makes me frustrated. The plane that it goes on is ready for covering, and it may be for sale with a motor. You have to send that to me later. Okay. I'll have to talk about that. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie, it, other than probably need a car loan to buy it, uh, it intrigues me. I just want to see pictures then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, YS75 four stroke on the nose. Oh, yeah. I want to sell my Oxy 3 shit or trade it for something. Yeah. I'd like to get rid of that. You know who needs Oxy 3 stuff real bad just because they haven't went down that rabbit hole yet? Terry. <laughs> hey, Terry. It's too little. But you have <laughs> you have so many of them that the more you have, the bigger they become. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'll even I'll even throw in an oxy case. Yeah. That I, I don't want to get rid of. I'm in the 550 and bigger right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Revo stop. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. So that means you don't want your S2 anymore? I don't have an S2. Oh. He has a M2. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I gave that to my boy. No more small helis. No more small helis. It's actually still sitting here on the shelf. He hadn't come got it yet. I was supposed to teach him how to fly. How old your boy? 22. 22? Okay. He probably has other more important things on his brain than helicopters and hanging out with dad. 22 years old. Yeah, he had a, what is it, a MCPX? Yeah. Or no, no, it was a Blade S2 Nano. That's what it was. Or oh a nano yeah the, yeah the the new nano yeah he got the new nano and a bunch of those little one s batteries if he could hover that man him was going flying every day there for a little bit would go down the fire hall and fly that thing out in the bay it actually flew pretty good out there in the wind too because if you wanted a, a blade two thirty I guess they decided everybody in the country needed one they were they running them for like ninety dollars a piece or something like that hindsight twenty twenty like we should have bought one and just bound it up for like new people and put training gear on it and like do all the dual rates. So when we have that like person that, you know, we go to events and airplane guy wants to try. Yeah. I just don't feel like fixing the damn thing. Oh, I hated working on I had one for a very short period of time and very quickly got rid of it. It's like, yeah, no, not for me. Yeah. That was my first one. I gave it to a guy at the field and he's got to where he can hover it a full battery now. <laughs> That's not bad. That's saying a lot because those don't hover real well. They fly pretty decent, but they don't just hover very well. Yeah, I'd set it up on his radio. And uh, anyway, I said, this is safe mode, but I would try not using that. 
Yeah, I, I think that's the, a bad thing. I mean, we've had that conversation with a couple of new folks out at the field that bought S2s, and they finally figured out real quick that trying to use safe mode on it teaches you lots and lots of bad habits because it does. Yeah, because it's not the same. You know, you have a collective, that's it. Everything else is is more quaddish and then you flip it off and you wonder why you can't fly. My first month of flying, I had it in safe mode and then I was watching a video on YouTube and people were saying, yeah, this is not good if you want to learn how to fly. So I clicked it off and I spent another month learning how to fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's way different it does help you get just the basic inputs and stuff like that down yeah but that horse has been kicked pretty good this month so oh yeah it's like well in my old office terry you've never been at spiegel has i mean there's pictures of helicopters and you walk in my old office and there's a dog sitting up there and it says flying i know things that's what i do if i ain't mistaken that's what it says and it, Ultimately, it almost always leads to some kind of conversation, and everybody in, has become like. So, I guess it's like a like a drone. Uh, no, it's not. You, you can't hit a button and it come home. <laughs> That's what everybody thinks anymore. You know, it's like it's like a drone. You go to Walmart, buy a hundred dollar drone at Walmart, and go fly it, and like, oh, I don't see what the thrill in this is. This is really easy. Everybody acts like this is hard. It's like, well, it's because you know it is. I think sometimes you can make things too easy. Oh, Danny's messaging me. I mean, I was figuring if I could do enough airplane stuff, I might be able to get on the bits and pieces. I don't know, man. They don't trust us at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, We ought to give them a reason not to trust us because we haven't really done that yet. No, but I mean, we could. Matt's like, I ain't going to spend that much time editing. (laughs) (laughs) It's obvious. Yeah. Have y'all listened to your show? <laughs> we just need to get like glitter bombs delivered while they're on the podcast. They won't even let us know when they're recording because they don't want us even trying to get a hold of them. Very true. Yeah. Cheaters. They are. They're cheaters. Do you guys have anything else? I kind of have everything I kind of want right now. I think that's kind of me. Guys. I got everything I actually want. <laughs> you know, I'd like to have a hobby trailer other than my RV, but then again. Yeah, that costs a lot of money. That costs a lot of money. Yeah. The biggest thing I want to do is I want to get the van done, make it so I can hold some stuff in there. The biggest thing. I want to go to more events. So what's the next one you're going to, Spiegel? Do you know? Uh, the Ride the Lightning. Okay. September 2nd. Yeah. That's going to be a 50-50 airplane. It's just all electric. Any Anything electric. You going to make it, Terry? Probably not. Oh. I had to work pretty much every Saturday. You got work, you said? Yeah, pretty much every Saturday. Oh. That's Labor Day weekend. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Labor Day weekend, that's September? Yes, sir. We usually have our family reunion on that weekend. Oh, okay. My goal, I think Spiegel's is the same. I'm going to carry my trailer out. Friday morning, when I get off work Friday night, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to spend all day Saturday. Even though I can be home in 25 minutes, I'm probably just going to stay out there. We'll be out there Friday night, Saturday night. The flyer for that says 9 to 4. That's crock. Don't worry about it. That's the the official time, but we're flying 
Friday night. We're flying Saturday. We'll fly Saturday night. No light tires, but we got spotlights, right, Spiegel? Yep. I have to keep batteries charged. I don't have big batteries for it. The goal is to kind of make this, if you show up and don't have fun, it's your own fault. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. I'm going to show up and just chill because I'm not running the event, so I'm going to be lazy. I'm going to have to help, but I'm going to be more have fun than than running. I'm going to fly. We're going to chill. We're going to grill. We'll probably have some cold, refreshing adult beverages and uh, go about our day. You're making that sound really good. Uh, well, I'm trying to. I mean, the whole goal is to promote this, right? Then we got what? Abilene. Of course, Abilene needs to start talking about theirs. They they really haven't. They haven't been uh, promoting it at all, but I think they're expecting like Doug and them to promote it. I think Ben's supposed to be there again, but I haven't heard for sure. Yeah. I think it's the next one I'm going to is Abilene. My wife's got kinfolk live down there, and we spend about half the time, you know, visiting. When can we have another heli event in Central Texas for next year? Would anybody be interested in doing something heli-wise in August, like the early part of August? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I mean, we've been talking about it because, I mean, you, know, you got Mayday, you got Helis over Apache Pass, you got Skinner's. That's April and May and the end of May. Then, you know, of course, June has been retarded. Do we try to do one in June or do we try to do something in July? Which it's uh, 4 billion degrees. You know, we need to figure out something. Or we do it earlier? Do we do it later? It's a good question. Yeah. Let us know. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I love you too, Spiegel. Thanks for the help. Thanks for the help. Not you. I just meant the public. Oh, yeah. I'm just being lazy. After Abilene is Superfly, Oklahoma, I'm going to try, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's pretty much every weekend of September. I would have to take off work. Yeah. My dad's situation uh, pretty much completely takes me out of Superfly, I think. I got to be in... Arkansas, October the 14th. So that kind of probably completely takes me out of, out of being able to go to Lindsay. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I'd have to take the second off for ARCA one. Then two weeks later, we got to go to Abilene on the 16th. Then two weeks after that is Lindsay. Yeah. If I could get on the right end of the week, I could pull it off, but not going to happen. Um, and then after that, Ice House at Apache Pass, November 1st to the 4th. I kind of still wish it was in October. Of course, it's probably a good thing it's not in October because me taking off, I kind of got to get this thing in October figured out. You know, the the memorial thing for my dad is uh, October the 14th. So basically, that's on a Saturday. So I'll have to take off on a Friday, Saturday. I'll, I'll take off on a Friday, drive up, do the Saturday thing, and turn around, and come home Sunday. But then you turn right around and literally two weeks later and take off Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
It'll just start stacking up real quick. Sim topic, real quick. I've been simming a ton online. But every time I sim now, I log online, I create a room. Sometimes I'll create a Houdini room. Sometimes I just type some weirdo stuff in there or something. But I've been simming a lot and I've got online with some really, really good people. One of the pro pilots, he's got kind of trying to come back on the scene. So he's practicing a bunch of stuff and uh, just watching him was cool. Like, and being in the chat window and be able to like talk back and forth. And, you know, he watches my stuff or I do this or I watch him. The guy that came in after him, he was really good. And he was listening to me. We were talking back and forth and I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. But try to do this or try to do that. He was doing tail in rolling circles. So the tail never leaves the center, but the heli just keeps rolling all the way around it. And the stick inputs look super, super easy. The problem is you have to be really good at rolling collective management. Mm-hmm. Or it goes up and down all over the place. But it looked like a super cool maneuver. So just me being online, I would normally be simming. But because I'm online, I was able to like kind of pick up stuff from other people. And like a lot of times I'll start the sim and I'll just put the heli there and I won't even fly. Sometimes I'll just wait for somebody to come in and I'll like, you can click to watch them in next. So I just changed my video to their fly and I just sit there and watch them and you can learn a lot just by watching somebody else fly. Pick up maneuvers or different transitions. It's just a way to kind of learn a different feel or a different flying style other than what your friends are doing. Because if I fly and somebody else flies with me, our flying styles are going to start merging into each other. It's just because we're watching each other. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like watching Netflix. You know, I, I turn it on and I start it and I'm like, eh. Then I'll sit over here and do what I need and I just kind of glance in. And sometimes somebody pops in and you just watch it. And you can learn a lot just by watching. So just my sim tip of the day. Don't be shy to get online. Like, I don't use a microphone. I don't do any audio. But I will do the chat boxes. So it's really cool. I didn't realize Next had an online feature. I need to re-download next. I haven't bought it again. That's I get irritated every time it updates. You got to buy it again. I don't like that. Them guys were practicing so hard, like just practicing, practicing. Like you could tell they were just pushing, pushing, pushing. But they did it. Like, like I, I was on there, but dude, it was like two and a half hours. These guys are on the sim, and they're just back to back to backing. I'm like, I don't know how you guys can keep the concentration like that. It's just crazy because I always do stops. You know, I'll get off of it for 30, 40 minutes and then I'll jump back on and do 15, 20 minutes. And I also noticed on the sim thing when I'm online and nobody's there and I'm flying around, I'm like doing super good, like really, really good. And as soon as somebody pops into like the room, I immediately go into like scared flying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to have that scaredy feeling. It changes my flying style, which is also good because I've noticed it and now I can work on trying not to change in front of other people. That's what gets me at a fun fly. I get in the scared flying. 
I did that once with a Sam. I need to fly more Sam. I got going real good, and then I kind of backed up, and I need to get better on that. I just found something that you need, Spiegel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That four foot two with a flat top on her hair? Close. I'll just drop it in your notes. I don't know why it's not doing it, but anyway. Boda's come out with some R, some Rails 386s. Really? Have you seen them? I didn't think there was a market for those. Yeah. For the Goose Guy RS4 and the M4 limited quantities available, they actually look pretty decent. 50 bucks isn't bad. No, not bad at all. Man, it still has shims. Come on, man. I guess it has to have shims just because you can't make a blade just for the RS4. No. Uh, what's the bottom look like? No pictures of the bottom. I wonder if they're just black or if they wrap that all the way around. Uh, I think that the white tip is on the top and the bottom. I think it wraps all the way around. I can't remember. The white tip just wraps around. The rest of it doesn't. Okay, but it's still white tipped on the bottom. Yes, but it doesn't have the white lettering on the bottom. So when you fly in the lights at night, only the top will have that like little bit of white on the middle. So the bottom will be different. I would like to see a solid white bottom, but. Yeah. All right. Done with that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I have. Anybody else have anything else? Push this on out. I'm good. Terry? I don't have anything. Other podcasts, RCHN, Nuts and Bolts, Skids Up, Telerotor, Heads, RC Element. I actually listened to the one he had out in January this week at work. Maximum Collective, the TikTok show, kind of RC Scrap Pile, Bill and YouTube, and then on the old ones are Free Fall, RCHNV2 if you can find it, RC Today Show, BK Podcast. Let me check inverted down under. One of these is gone. Like you can't even listen to it. Yeah. Inverted down under is gone. There's no files to listen to. And I didn't download them, so I don't have them. Yeah. Emails, you need to get a hold of me, Houdini, rchelly at gmail.com or Richard R.C. Spiegel on Facebook. Shoot me a message if you want to friend me. I don't friend many people. I actually need to clean all my stuff out and push the reset button. Time for you to do your purge again. Yeah. Kenny's at rcnuts at gmail.com. Carrie is Carrie Snyder at yahoo.com. Yeah, I'm rc-taz at hotmail.com, or you can find me on uh, RC Helicopters or RC Heli Hangout. Just Mike Westbrook here to help you out any way I can. And I'm tmusic618 at gmail.com. Or Terry Music on Facebook. <laughs> or YouTube. What's your YouTube? Music RC. Music RC. You do a good job on that, by the way. When you remember to bring your SD cards, of course, then you have your best flights ever. And no video to prove it. And yeah, I know. 
video it didn't happen right yeah it didn't happen in the words of Shane Duncan video where it didn't happen <laughs> nice that's all we got guys stay in the box don't escape see you <laughs> next week bye guys dun 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 the dun end. dun dun yeah. Looking in the bucket. Well, look on episode 45. Okay, I gotta go all the way to the end then. Welcome to the Houdini RC. Actually, we're, we're gonna pause a little bit. I'm gonna give you a little bit of room in there. Okay. Okay. Terry. Right. Hey, just quick question. You know, speaking of those guys, do we need to go ahead and start the GoFundMe uh, for Bill Perry right now? So when he breaks his neck, that we've already started the fund. That's. <laughs> No, he's got handlebars now, so I think it's all good. Does he have handlebars, or has he still got a broom duck pick bit? No, no. <laughs> Segway, broom, handle, duct tape, yeah. So, it was like, you know the yellow and red stripe BO-105 that he has? Like, uh, you've seen it, Spiegel. You know which one I'm talking about? Beagle. still connected yes okay <laughs> crickets so yeah that's what I was thinking you know I'm waiting on hearing the roadcaster button there but uh <laughs> well I gotta put on my my bifocals to see what button I'm hitting maybe yeah, I need yeah. to get a piece of tape and then write on big letters what it is now everybody talk at once there's some dead air for you there Terry Spiegel have to go pee again anyone Terry's been quiet. He's been looking for the button. <laughs> I had to be. <laughs> I, but I, I called it, didn't I, Terry? Yeah. But I have my head, head, headphones on so I can hear you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was intentionally being quiet. That way you're like, where'd everybody go? I'm like, wow. I just uh, didn't tell me, you know, just my ass. We're done or nothing. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs>